0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Zero Waste Countdown podcast and radio show. Today we're speaking with Irina Rosetti Pacheco, the owner of Do South. Now you may have heard on some of our previous episodes some advertisements for Do South. So, do south d e w, dosouth.ca. It's a website where you can get a whole bunch of really amazing zero waste products. So, Irina, um, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. So it's really cool to finally talk to you because I'm aware of, uh, of your store and it's really good to get these products out because there really are some, some good alternative uh, solutions. So, for example, I have a dish scrubber and it's one of those wooden ones. Do you have a, a dish scrubber on your website?
1: Yes, it's a sisal and a bamboo dish scrubber that we have. Yeah. It's quite popular. Yeah, it's uh, compostable and recyclable.
0: Nice. So I have one and it's lasted like five years, yeah. um, which is amazing. And so I usually shop like when I was living up in Gatineau, I'd go to the Zero Waste store in Ottawa. And then when I was living down here, I was like, well, I'm not going to drive, you know, six hours round trip to get a dish scrubber. For so, sure. yeah. So I bought like a plastic one and I was thinking, well, you know, what? I'm probably going to have it for a long time. Um, no, it, it did not lasts I think I'm on my second year with it and it's totally worn out it hardly works anymore and then I've still got this one uh, from five years ago it's just that the handle bent on it um, right but the actual scrubbing part is like so amazing still and so I actually save it for like washing uh, my eggs that I get <laughs> from our chickens. so um, a lot of these products actually do last a long time and you know they're good for the environment a lot of them are healthy for us so uh, really good stuff
1: yeah, um, exactly.
0: Yeah, so tell
1: us a little bit about uh about you and your shop. Uh so I opened up Do South in 2019. I was lucky enough that it was right before COVID hit. So it was quite a roller coaster ride in terms of running the business and uh, get it up and going. Uh, But um, this year we've been having quite a lot of traction um, in terms of uh, expanding the brand awareness. Uh, We have launched um, an in-house made cleaner called Neatly, and that's been going really well. Uh, I myself am from the chemistry background. Originally, before I opened up Due South, I was working for 10 years um, at a private company as a formulation chemist. So my job was to take um, industrial cleaners that are used in the industry and make them more environmentally friendly, essentially. So I had a lot of experience in terms of formulation and kind of knowing um, what uh, chemicals to use, which ones not to use. And so uh, eventually I really wanted to kind of have my own business and uh, do South was definitely a long time in the making. And uh, if we're finally here today, Wow, that must have been
0: a really cool job. Because, you know, a lot of companies do want environmental or sustainability. They really want a lot of people kind of working on these things, right? Because it's something that people are starting to care about more and more. So that might have must have been like a really fascinating job. Were you able to to be successful in terms of maybe removing some harmful toxins from some popular cleaning products? Or were you able to kind of make things more sustainable that way?
1: Yes, definitely this was the main focus of my job. It, it was very rewarding in terms of that. Ma the actual field that I was working in was electroplating. So for those of you guys who, who are not aware of it, it's this field concerns itself with coating metal substrates with other coatings or other metals to prevent it from rusting, right? So an example would be like, uh, you know, your jewelry, your jewelry is coated with gold or silver or whatever it might be, or your car, your rims are coated with chrome, right? So my job would be to create cleaners and create chemicals that are used in this industry. And uh, definitely was very rewarding when you come up with a novel cleaner that really takes care of the environment and the person that uses that chemical, um, and I have managed to make a, a lot of improved formulations, um, but it's challenging. It definitely is challenging because the industry is very old, and uh, it's sometimes it's difficult to persuade. People to move on to environmentally friendlier options uh, because they're so used to the old stuff, right? But thankfully, what really helps is the new government regulations, right? So, Canada is actually very proactive in pushing companies to create more uh, sustainable products. Um, So, they create new regulations, they say, okay, you can't use this chemical or that chemical anymore, you have to use chemicals from this list. So, it was very enjoyable ride working in that field however it is very intensive um, and uh, I honestly as much fun as it was I got a little bit burnt out and I decided to start something on my own
0: nice and so you have this product called neatly now is this a product that you designed
1: Yes, Neatly has been one year in development, and it's something that um, I have designed and created, everything from packaging to the formulation. Um, It took a a lot of trial to get it right, but I am quite proud of what it is now.
0: Wow, that's so cool. Okay, so tell us all about it. So I'm assuming it probably comes in some ethical, sustainable packaging, and the products are probably good for us. So take us on a little bit of a walkthrough of the Neely.
1: Sure, for sure. So uh, what I wanted to create is a product that is truly unique to the market. And main thing is it's easy to use. I wanted to have a product that a person would have no reason not to buy, essentially. So this product has all the biodegradable surfactants. This is the one thing that I really wanted it to have. And it has absolutely zero plastic in it. So the formulation doesn't have um, any kind of plastic. Some companies, they use PVA or PVOH. Um, It's a short form for polyvinyl alcohol. Um, They use that to kind of wrap the the product in it but I don't have that in my formulation and I don't have plastic in the actual packaging so the packaging is made out of cardboard with a metal lid and that's it so you can uh, compost half of it and then recycle the rest I kept it very minimal and small so that when people purchase it um, it's not heavy or anything like that and the formulation itself, the product itself, it's a concentrate. So you don't actually purchase water. What you do is you purchase a package of cleaning agents that you would take home and dissolve in hot water to get an actual cleaner. Um, you get uh, four pods in the, uh, uh, in the package, which gives you a total of three liters of a cleaner. And this cleaner, it is close to a neutral pH. And what that means is that you can actually use it on multiple surfaces without worrying that it will stain it or it's going to wear out the sealer. So you can use it on marble, you can use it on ceramics, you can use it on wood, um, and it's going to clean it very well.
0: Can you use it on quartz as well? Like, Because I saw you can use it on granite.
1: Yes, you can use it on quartz. You can even use it on leather because it's very mild and it's very neutral. So it's not going to um, stain or cause any damage to the surface.
0: But it'll still do the the cleaning job, right?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Nice. And and so um, this is a... What is that company? Um, Procter & Gamble, I think, was trying to develop like tabs or something the last time I went to a trade show way before mm-hmm. COVID. So you're basically, you know, kind of competing with them, which is really amazing. They might come and give you millions of dollars for this. <laughs> I, you <never> know, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe awesome. they could try. But the one thing that I differentiate myself. So I know there are quite a few companies that use the tablet form. Um, I don't. I use the gel form. So um, they kind of have a consistency of like gummy bears. And one of the reasons, wow. because I found that in the tablet form, you don't actually get a lot of um, surf, like actual amount of cleaning agents necessary to tackle hard jobs. You know, those are like really ground in stains um because the tablets are quite small and then if you have big tablets then you run into an issue okay well to to get it into your um the spray spray bottle. bottle you have to kind of snap them in half and then you get cleaner all over your surface right then you have to kind of collect the crumbs so to me it was more of like a delivery issue if i would formulate a tab um that's why I decided to go into the gel. It makes it, honestly, it's, uh, it's very cute and kind of fun to to use. So um, this is how I differentiate myself from other competitors.
0: So it's kind of like a gummy bear in a circle shape. And then, is that right?
1: Or yes, is it's whole- basically, yeah, it's like jello in a cylindrical shape, yeah.
0: And so you just take like a spoon out of it or you take the whole thing and add it to three liters of water?
1: You take the whole pod. So there's four. You take one pod and you dilute it in 750 mils of hot water and uh, mm-hmm. it dissolves within a minute or two. And then it's good to go.
0: Wow, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's neat because it's hard to tell like what you're supposed to buy. And I don't think all the ingredients are listed on a lot of our cleaning products, right? Like I don't recall seeing them on, you know, laundry detergent or something like that, like on the box.
1: Yes. So in Canada, you actually don't have to list your ingredients. They do provide a list of what has to be on the label. So, for example, of course, the name has to be on the label. What it is has to be on the label and the company um, name and address along with the kind of weight um, that you get with the product. But ingredients is totally optional. Um, So I find it's necessary to be transparent with people because, you know, they want to know what it is that they're using. So I made a point of listing all the ingredients that's, that's in neatly.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate that. I like to check out what everything is that either I'm I'm putting into my body or on my body. Um, in this case, you know, having around your household is really nice too, because it's surfaces that you might be eating on or that you are sitting on or hanging out in for a long time, right? Uh, yeah. so yeah, it is nice to know uh, those sorts of things. So that's good. So are there many ingredients in it or is it quite a simple recipe?
1: Um, I mean, I guess it depends. (laughs) So the ingredients are, uh, you know, to create a a gel, right? To create a jelly, I had to use... um, uh, gelatin, right? And in order to make it bouncy and not to melt, I had to add things like glucose because that's what kind of keeps the gel together and doesn't let it melt right away. Um, of course, after that go the surfactants in it. So it's a blend of um, non-ionic surfactants. So these are the kind of cleaning agents that get rid of the oils very well. Um Whereas the uh, SLS that I have in the formulation, that takes care of soils, like actual like pieces of dirt. Um, So that's what's, those are the cleaning agents that I use. And then we also have to have a preservative, right? We need to make sure that the shelf life is long for the pods. And so I use citric acid in it. It's a very common uh preservative and it's very safe for the for the skin um, and it's also used in a lot of uh, food um, items as well and lastly um, i use a chelating agent so what that does is it makes sure that whatever water you use in order to dilute the pod it's st- it's gonna work well because depending on where you live, your water might be very hard, right? So it can have a lot of calcium and magnesium in it. And the thing with calcium and magnesium is that it ties up the cleaning agents that uh, um, are actually meant to clean your surfaces. So Mm -hmm. adding a chelating agent actually helps keep the the calcium and magnesium away so that the cleaner, cleaner does its job.
0: Oh well, that's great news because I'm on a well in limestone, so we okay. have a a lot of um, a lot of calcium in our our water and other. There's a lot of parts per million, but there's nothing like bad in it. It's just a bunch of yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, it's just calcium, fun. yeah, for sure. Even here, I live in Aurelia, and here the water is very hard. <laughs> Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah. I had to get like the shower head that filters out the extra calcium and magnesium because my skin would just be so dry after. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it cakes on everything, like your glasses, you know, that you drink out of. And exactly, it'll like get on the bottom and the bottom of pots and everything. Like, yeah, it makes cleaning difficult for sure. So that's kind of cool that this this will work with that kind of water as well cuz i think actually a lot of ontario probably has hard water maybe not in like the cities i'm not sure are you in the city
1: oh so i used to live in toronto area and yeah definitely there it's a it's a lot softer yeah than up north
0: sure. uh so so where is this product available so we can buy it at do south.ca um is it just available here or is it available in other places
1: So for now, it's only available online uh, because we just launched in July. Uh, We kind of been focusing on on promoting it, uh, but I am working on getting it to stores. So hopefully, um, you'll be, you know, people will be able to get it from other brick and mortar places. We will definitely list it online once um, that project starts rolling.
0: Nice. Okay, cool. Because it is hard to know what cleaning products you should buy. And, you know, I've heard people in the zero waste world say they just use like vinegar to clean. And I like it, that doesn't really work for me for a lot of things. Um, it certainly helps. Like I put it in my dishwasher a lot because of that calcium buildup that we get. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I want something a little bit stronger because I have pets. So, you mm-hmm. know, if they have an accident on the floor, um, I would like something to like clean that up a little bit better than just vinegar.
1: Yes. Because yeah, the like thing the... is, um, um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but win- vinegar actually wears out the rubber lining in your dishwasher. So if you use it long term. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, depending on what concentration you use it at, but um, acid and rubber don't really go along together. <laughs> and the thing is, with uh, I see a lot of uh, blogs where people say you just use vinegar and baking soda together. And to me, it makes no sense because vinegar actually neutralizes the baking soda. So what you get in the end is just water and salt. And that's definitely not a cleaning agent at all. I actually posted a blog on my website advising, you know, people to, um, if they are going to use vinegar, then just use it on its own. If they are going to use baking soda, then to use that on its own, because together they just, you get nothing. (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah, that makes sense, right? Because they're kind of like opposite pHs, I guess.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you end up neutralizing and then you're just cleaning with water and that's it.
0: Yeah, it just never felt like too clean for me. And then I have a quartz countertop as well. So I, uh, I don't think I'm supposed to put vinegar on that. So I just use like, you know, just soap and
1: Yeah, because you don't actually have like, you don't actually clean the quartz or the granite, right? You clean the sealer that's on top of it. So once you start using very acidic um, or very uh, high pH or alkaline cleaners, it actually takes out the seal. So then your stone becomes more porous. That's where your food gets stuck in it and it just loses its luster, right? So Mm. yeah, you're doing the right thing, (laughs) not using the vinegar,
0: yeah that's good, yeah at least I know that <laughs> about cleaning it. um so did this take you a long time to develop? Have you been working on it? Like you started the store in twenty nineteen When did you start
1: developing uh neatly? Um you know neatly has been in my head for probably the past five years. Neatly kind of was birthed when I was working as a chemist. It started just as an idea, and as the time progressed like i it actually became a vision. And then from there, I figured it has to become a reality. (laughs) It cannot just be an idea anymore. I started to really work on it about a year ago, probably closer to a year and a half ago. That's when I actually reached out to companies, uh, decided to ask them for some samples of their cleaning agents and started playing around with uh, formulation. And then once I kind of got the rough draft, I realized that this is quite a, a viable opportunity and I should keep pushing. And uh, so from the formulation, I started to think about packaging and so on and so forth. So about a year it took to fully develop this product.
0: That's so cool. I love that it's it's in this gel form and that it doesn't contain water either because I I Like, I know that laundry detergent is supposed to be very concentrated, and I'm sure it is, but I've just always felt weird about buying water, you know, because it is in a liquid form. And then you need so much more packaging, so it just makes so much more sense, you know. So I always try – so I do use soap nuts sometimes, but uh, usually I just use, like, a powdered – laundry detergent and I just feel like that's a bit better and then of course it comes in cardboard right so I can just put it in their the recycling so I do feel better about that so this kind of seems like along that path you know of just better packaging less weight you know and then when you talk about weight as well you know and and size it's it's more trucks on the road as well to get them everywhere right
1: yes exactly so exactly. I also use the powdered laundry products because same thing i uh, i don't feel comfortable like paying for plastic packaging and just kind of throwing it out in the end and then i actually used pods before until i found out that the the actual casing of the pods the polyvinyl alcohol it's not biodegradable and so i stopped using that completely and i made sure that yeah a lot of companies claim that PVA is biodegradable, but speaking from my personal research that I've done, I don't really consider it biodegradable because the argument is that polyvinyl alcohol biodegrades eventually in the water treatment line because it has the bacteria necessary to degrade the this plastic, right? But this bacteria doesn't exist in an environment on its own. It's actually quite rare. So if uh, if PVA is released into pristine environment, it's actually not going to degrade for quite some time. And I find that, to me, that I consider a pollutant. And so that's why I avoided that in uh, when I was formulating my product.
0: Oh, no, because my dishwasher tabs have like a little, it looks like a little tiny plastic bag basically over it yeah and that's, so that's probably that's nice. yeah and see i have a septic so it would just be going into my septic tank and i don't know if i would have the the bacteria that a, a city would right i don't know i have no idea
1: well your septic tank still gets processed in the plant right like it doesn't
0: they it pump doesn't, it out and take it there yeah
1: So, I mean, you're okay. This is mostly for, this is mostly for countries that, that don't have a proper, um, water treatment systems set up, um, or, or just like a natural release, for example, from like factories, right. And there are water effluent coming out and having PVA. So it becomes problematic there.
0: It's so crazy talking to experts in their field like you, you know, with chemistry, because there's just so many things I never would have thought about before, you know, that are just surprising or, or good ideas or, you know, like I never would have thought of that. And I don't know, like, it's, I guess it's not really misleading too much, you know, because yeah. it's kind of true, Um
1: Yes well this is this is quite the point of contention between me between me and scientists that believe that that consider PVA to be biodegradable right it's a difference of opinions for me personally I don't if it doesn't degrade in nature then yeah. to me it's just not biodegradable
0: yeah, which uh-huh. is like the definition. But that reminds yeah. me of a lot of the the packaging that we see that, that says, hey, this is some green packaging. This is compostable, you know, but like if you put it in your home compost, it's never, ever going to go anywhere. Yeah. It has to be in that high heat, you know, um, proper compost facility. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I was at a, a brewery one time and they gave me this plastic cup because it was COVID and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> What do I do? And it was like after a lockdown, and I hadn't had one in so long. I hadn't been to a patio in like so long. And they're and they're like, don't worry, it's uh, biodegradable. It'll just it'll just go away in the sun if you leave it in the sun. So I took it home and put it outside, and it's it's been a year and it's still no, there. No. <laughs> so it doesn't it doesn't go away whatsoever. And we have like of course in Ontario, you know, we have like minus thirty Celsius, we have plus thirty Celsius. So if you have a sixty degree temperature change, like, you know, that should help it along a little bit. And I don't think that it did at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And see, this is, this is a problem, right? Because there's a, you know, we have, we have a lot of greenwashing happening around, right? And uh, I think it's the responsibility of every company to avoid that as much as possible. Like I get it. Companies need to survive, but then there's no need to kind of exaggerate the the results besides, a lot of companies they may say that oh our products are biodegradable because we we buy these products from this company that claims it to be biodegradable but but they don't do testing themselves right they rely on somebody else to provide them with the data right um, and one of the things about polyvinyl alcohol is that it comes in different grades right because if for example take your take your laundry pod right you you don't want the pot to melt while it's in store on a shelf you don't want it to melt when it's in a hot truck getting delivered to the store you also don't want it to break down when it's super cold but when you put it in the washing machine you do want it to break down and so mm-hmm. what that means is that they always have to play around with like the thickness and the characteristic characteristics of the PVA film to make sure that it performs and does the job that they wanted to do. So, some PVA maybe if it is if it does end up breaking down in the water treatment facility, some PVA just doesn't at all because perhaps it needs to have a function of not make, breaking down. There was a study done by a, a university, and they what they did is they went into the deepest trench, the Mariana trench, and they actually found PVA on the bottom of it.
0: Oh yeah. There oh there's so much on the bottom of the ocean, isn't there? I yeah. heard I heard there's a plastic bag down there too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. But um yeah, so you know, taking all of these things into account, um, this is why I created neatly so that it will be truly easy for people to to see what's in it and just not to worry about any kind of plastic. So
0: yeah, because it's, it's really completely plastic free. So even like where the, the metal lid touches the cardboard, like there's no plastic in there either?
1: No, no, Not Wow. Uh, so I lined it. So because it's a jelly, right? And so then sometimes it tends, like if you leave it in the air, it will dry out. This is the reason I had to put a plastic lid. Sorry, not plastic lid. <laughs> this is why I had to put the metal lid and I lined the cardboard with aluminum which is recyclable. And in Canada, if you have, when you have um, aluminum and cardboard together, it's still recyclable. So people don't have to like rip apart the package um, in order to recycle. It's just right. as easy as just throw it all in together.
0: Because when you recycle aluminum, it's going to get burnt, right? So the paper would just burn off, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and, and so the, or if they want to, compost the packaging they'll just have to rip off the aluminum lining inside and throw it in a composter
0: and you didn't need anything lining the aluminum like a because i know a lot of pops have like bpa lining so that the pop doesn't interact or soda if you're american (laughs) um so that that doesn't interact with the can right uh
1: no i i specifically asked them not to so it's just aluminum very thin aluminum lining
0: Nice. That's fantastic. Is it, you know what? I'm getting the picture of like a Pillsbury crescent roll container.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's great. This is really cool. i'm I'm really happy to hear about this product, and it's so cool that you made it and that you have this chemistry background and took that knowledge and you know went out on your own to do this and made a product that's gonna make the world a bit better of a place, right? Um a lot less plastic. So I hope to see it in grocery stores soon, um or at least the the specialty shops around here. And we can also buy it on do south, right d e w do south dot
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Nice. So yeah, if you want to check out her store, you can go and look at all the different products she has. And if, you, uh, if you're if you interested in trying neatly, uh, let me know how it goes. So if you end up getting it, um, you can send me an email, laura at zerowastecountdown.com. I'd love to know uh, what you think about the product. Thank you so much for coming on the show and talking all about this. It's been great.
1: Thank you for having me, Laura.
0: Awesome. That was Irina Rosetti Pacheco. She's the owner of Do South. It is a zero waste shop online and she's the inventor of the cleaning product called Neatly. Change starts now.
1: This is the Zero Waste Countdown Podcast.